Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. The opinions and suggestions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. Welcome to Wheels with automotive experts from Cecil & Sons Discount Tires in Sand Springs and Tulsa Gas Technologies, your CNG expert, here to answer your questions about your car, truck, or SUV. To join the program, call 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. Or you can text your questions to 95920. The Ask the Experts weekend rolls on with Wheels with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, Tom Sewell, and the host of Wheels, Denver Fox. Well, we've talked about this before. That is uh, self-driving cars. There's a few about there already. They're going around. What could possibly go wrong? We'll, we'll tell you what has already gone wrong on some of them here on this edition of Wheels. Plus another big recall uh, dealing with airbags, and it's Toyota this time. So glad to have you along with us on the Super Bowl weekend. Anyway, I'm Denver Fox, and our panel of experts is here. Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technologies. Morning, sir. Good morning. Yeah, a couple of vehicles were uh, doing a little self-driving. And they weren't even in the same town. They were These are separate accidents. They didn't run into each other, but it was a Tesla Model S and a General Motors Chevy Bolt have been involved in separate road accidents. This is out in California where they are experimenting with this. And uh, we've wondered, you know, what's what's going to happen when they start having accidents? Oh, well, we'll control all of that and everything. But, yeah, not exactly. They're not exactly doing too well with this, it doesn't seem like. Well, I like it when they uh, they say, well, it's not my fault because it was in autonomous mode. <laughs> yeah, who is at fault on yeah. these things? And uh, the Transportation Board is investigating, of course, and uh, there are no injuries on it. That's good. But uh, the uh, the ability to analyze data that's gathered by the vehicles and their onboard computers to determine the cause of the crashes and has uh, shared information with the press about previous high-profile accidents, this is going to be a key thing. I mean, it'll be pretty cut and dried, I would think. Oh, I would think so, too. I yeah. Mean- uh, they'll get in the black box and it'll say I was on the gas or wasn't on the gas or whatever made me crash. Yeah, and I don't know who's who's going to be at fault, but uh, are we going to be able to trust trust these uh, you know driverless cars? And would you need a driver's license? You know, I and, wonder how that's going to go. Would that go against your company driver's record? You know, like the when you buy a Bolt, this has got an X amount of you know complaint for accidents. Well, Does your insurance reflect that? I would think that that would certainly be taken into consideration. Well, well, I mean, it would have to. It's reflected the cost to repair for years. I mean, you know, some cars are more expensive to fix than others, so you have a higher insurance symbol and you pay higher rates. But yeah. if the Bolt has worse programming than the Tesla or the Fisker or whatever, you know, it would all, you would think it, they'd scale it off that. Yeah. yeah. Troy Cox with Cecil and Son Discount Tires. You, uh, we've wondered about this for some time. And, and now, right now, kids are driving less and less. They aren't even worried. I remember when we were, at least when I was 
getting close to 16. Man, I could not wait to get my driver's license. And I'm sure you guys were the same way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm and, sure for Tom and, and for Lloyd as well. I mean, when we were at the, you know, grandparents' farms in the summer, we were driving trucks in the fields. Yeah. And, you know, helping load stuff and tractors and such. I mean, we were chomping at the bit to get our motorcycle license at 14. That's right. And, you know, if you were a big kid, you'd probably been driving the farm truck before that. And, you know, 15 and a half, you were wanting your parents to pull you out of school to get your permit. I mean, it was more than a rite of passage. It was freedom. Oh, yeah. And now, you know, it seems like there's a whole very little, if any, use for human interaction because they've got the little box in their hand. Yeah, they there's used to you drove around and you met people, and that was kind of your social media right there. Now they can do it all online, and if they happen to run into someone out there in the real world, that's fine. But kids are waiting till they're 18, 19, maybe even 20 years old or more before they even think about getting their driver's license. They just don't see the need for it anymore. And that's going to play right into these self-driving cars, I would think. Yeah, let this technology do it for you, which is great until the technology doesn't work. Two-thirds of Americans are wary of self-driving cars. It's a new poll that's out says two-thirds are uh, uh, not going to deal with it very much. Only 27% said they feel comfortable about the idea of riding in driving cars men were more likely to trust self-driving cars than women 38 percent of men said they would feel comfortable riding in a self-driving car compared to just 16 percent of women there was an age difference too millennials much more likely to trust self-driving cars than baby boomers that makes sense i believe I that mind if it's on a wrecker Nah. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right, Lloyd. Nobody's ever said anything about the insurance on these. I, maybe someone that has somebody that knows about it, let us know what it costs. It's got to be tremendous. Yeah, they're yeah. talking about abstract things that a lot of people have not experienced firsthand. And the automotive industry officials and analysts say it's urgent for self-driving technology advocates to convincingly reassure people about safety. So, I don't know. Do you think two thirds of Americans are wary of? Self-driving cars mostly because it's still an unknown or they just haven't experienced it yet? Well, everybody has experienced computer glitches. Everybody has. Yeah. And so you want to extend that. You don't have to have a lot of imagination to think about, okay, what happens to the things that locks up on the expressway? Yeah. So do you, Fine. Do you, There's no steering wheel. There's no pedals. Yeah. yeah. If you trust this technology, give us a call. Let us know what you think at 918-460-KRMG. Or you can text us your uh, comments at 95920, and we'll pass them along on the air. And Troy Cox with Cecil and Sun Discount Tires. Uh, still cold weather out there. we got a couple of cold snaps still on the way. I, even though the... the uh, uh, the groundhog says there's six more weeks of winter, so you better check your tires for air pressure. That's right. You know, if you bumped them up a little bit to get ahead of the cold snap, don't let them down. Yeah, that's right. Because we got more cold weather coming. You've got some uh, deals right now still going on tires at Cecil & Sons. Goodyear's got up to $80 on select set of tires, and they have a promotion going. If you use the Goodyear credit card um, on one line of tires, they can get that all the way up to $200 on the set. So, you know, there are some – there's some – deals out there but you know this is the time of year when a lot of people are recovering from christmas excess and you know looking at the state of the bank account and i would just urge you that you know mm. oklahoma typically is going to have some february mm. and maybe even march bad weather if your tires are thin you know 
might want to prioritize that budget because uh, a set of tires isn't cheap, but not being able to stop on wet or slick roads and rear-ending somebody is not inexpensive. You know, something I, that I like about you and you guys at uh, Cecil and Sons, once you put tires on, if you need uh, you need to rotate them like every, at least a year, every year, don't you? Maybe. Yeah, for most vehicles, six to 8,000 is a good window to stay in for uh, high-performance vehicles or vehicles running really aggressive tread designs, maybe even as often as every 5,000. But, yeah, that's free on tires we sell. Yeah, you uh, do it free. light trucks, and it really, really helps the tires last longer and wear more evenly. I, I thought of that because I need to do that. I'm going to do that. Very Give you a call here very soon. I've done that with uh, some of the other cars. All right, uh, and Lloyd Bolin is here, the king of the crankshaft, the guru of the garage. And uh, Lloyd, every once in a while, I go over to Lloyd's and, there's a car sitting there that has just been smashed. Something, and they bring it to you. They bring you, and you go, you you pronounce it dead, and uh, send it off to well, car heaven somewhere. Insurance people do that, but it's not hard to tell when they're total. But the one thing about it is that it always, when that happens, that means they're listening to us when we tell them to have a place to take your car. That's true. Because if you don't, you're out in the middle of an expressway. You know, you're going to be in trouble. Now you had a couple of cars come in yesterday, yeah. right? I actually had one, but it, there it was. It was, a, it was a two car accident. Two car though. accident. The one that came to me was rear ended, and I mean it was hit hard. But anyway, both of them were texting. <laughs> both and, people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ran to each other. Fortunately, nobody there. was hurt. But I was thinking about that. It was on I forty four, and it wasn't too far from us. But anyway, I was thinking about that. You have two texting running on peak traffic. The things that could have happened would just blow your mind. Wow. I mean, no telling what could have happened. Luckily, I think he was in the – the guy that hit her was in the outside lane on the right side. So they went off the road, fortunately. But it spun him around, and fortunately he was headed that direction or he would have went right into traffic. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be there when that happens. No, I don't want to be there. And, but I think you're driving on a on an expressway. I mean, on side streets where you're kind of going slow and you're at stop signs. And technically, the law says if you're in motion, you can't text. But I suppose at a stop sign, you could yeah. do, do your thing then. But while driving down an expressway at 60 miles an hour. Well, and then turning, changing lanes. I mean, yeah. just think about it. How that, that is just creepy. Oh, man, and, that's why. Uh, but fortunately, nobody was hurt. So, Yeah, that's good. You know, I always think of that when I thought of that one deal that we remind people that if you're running 50 miles an hour, it takes 200 feet to stop. Wow. And that's why you need your, your headlights, especially at night if oh, you're yeah. driving. You need your headlights so you can not out outdrive the vision that you have in front of you. And that's one of the reasons we... Uh, urge you to use the pc41 plus headlamp restoration kit that you invented years ago and yeah and you get out and look at your car and you think well my car's total but look at the headlights you know <laughs> yeah it, there's always good in everything isn't there? we it, got a text message at 95920 this morning someone says my biggest concern about the self-driving cars is possibility of the cars being hacked and not having any control going down the road well we can just go ahead and bake their cookie right now because that's already happening yeah You've that's happened a, a chrysler i guess a fiat chrysler america now that the government sold most of the stock overseas but the um jeeps were getting hacked through their bluetooth connection um, if you have one you should have gotten a notice um for the affected models to either go into a dealership and have a security patch installed or if you couldn't get into the dealership they were actually shipping out thumb drives that you could plug into the info port and download the security patch 
But yeah, I mean, that's a couple years old. We were seeing on TV the guys from, I want to say either MIT or Caltech, but I mean, they were just mm-hmm. laptopping, Wi-Fiing in, and uh, you know, making the vehicle drive. And you stop thinking about the convenience features. You know, if a vehicle can park for you, if it can do that back in and drive and stop, if it's got you know the emergency braking system that kicks in if you're coming up too fast on something, then computer control steering and brake and gasoline, you know, to accelerate or decelerate to put you in a parking place. Anybody that can get their hands on that software can control it for you. Yeah, you can alter the rate of descent or just stop you, pull you off the road, whatever. It's crazy, isn't it? And what do you suppose is going to happen when an electric or self-driving car comes toward a texting driver and it can detect it, and it's just going to get off the road and say, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe that's a smart yeah. thing. One thing it would be pretty smart to do. All right, it is uh, 718. You have some more uh, comments about uh, self-driving cars or, uh, you know, anything you want to ask us about uh, your automobile. Maybe you got some problems you've been thinking about uh, dealing with and just didn't want to get some clarification on things. You can give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. It's 719 on this Saturday morning. It's an Ask the Experts weekend, and you're listening to Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. The Experts Weekend on News 1023 KRMG. You know, if it's about your car, truck, or SUV, we've got you covered. Cecil & Sons Discount Tires and Tulsa Gas Technologies welcome your questions on Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. Seven twenty-two. Back with wheels. I'm Denver Fox on this Saturday morning, and uh, of course, Tom Sewell is the big dog when it comes to compressed natural gas vehicles. And uh, with the price of gasoline uh, seems like going up and up and up, that is uh, getting to be a real thing that you need to investigate. And if you want to get more information about CNG, uh, about prices with any of the blue energy fuel stations or what have you, all you have to do is text CNG to three one three one three one. Now put your name in the hat to win a tank full of CNG, or you may win a, a CNG. A, Tulsa Gas Tech beanie. Huh? Yep, we have Tulsa Gas Tech and the Blue Energy Fuels. That uh, that's the brand of our stations, uh-huh. and so we we give them beanies out quite a bit. That's good. Get information about that. And of course, gas prices now is uh, like two thirty five gallon. They are talking uh, now in in California. It's already over three dollars gallon in many of the areas. Yes. They're talking to buy uh, Memorial Day. That could be over four dollars a gallon in California, which you know in proportion here. Kind of is an indication it may just keep going up and up. When they added some new fuel tax out there, too. I forget how much it was. And, you know, they're talking about adding six cents uh, on fuel tax here. Yeah, diesel and the gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did find out that is going to be probably a across the board tax on all fuel. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to go ahead and include include everything. So, and the CNG industry is not going to oppose, you know, that that tax. If it uh, fits on one, put it on all. But if you have a self-fueling facility at your house, uh, how are they going to know if you're using it in your car or using it in your stove? Yeah, well, you're supposed to self-report that stuff. Oh, okay. Very you good. Drive around just yelling out the window. No of course. Worries. Yeah, no. just like, you know, you're supposed to pay sales tax on everything you have shipped in from, yeah. you know, out of state. Right, on, online, that you buy online. You're supposed to never do that. Let me ask Tom a question I never have asked. Uh-huh. Why does C&G never go up? Well, uh, see, like I buy my gas. Uh, I have my gas bought out for a year. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, I just, the market is uh, is so stable. These guys up in Oklahoma City, Devin, Chesapeake, all these guys found so much 
gas in this shale oh, okay. that the supply and demand has got natural gas at such a low level and a consistent level for years out. Wow. And uh, I meant for years, we're going to be a very consistent. It might move just a little bit, but we're, natural gas will be a consistent price for a long, long, long time. Well, I'll be, I never yeah. thought of that. It makes sense. Yeah, well, certainly not going to be the roller coaster. Uh, yeah, oil is. Uh, no, we're not. Like the, oil is. The natural gas market is not coupled to the oil market like it used to be just 10 years ago. Oil went up, gas went up. It followed it, it tracked it. But now it's uncoupled. It's its own market. We do see, I went to a conference this week, and natural gas with the United States starting to export natural gas through LNG, that it will grow into a little bit of a world market, not just the U.S., but then that'll be in the LNG side. All right, sounds good. Let's take a call here, 918-460-KRMG, and Joe is with us on the line here. Hey, Joe, you want to talk about those driverless cars, huh? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think that that is a good idea at this time. I don't think technology is that good yet. Uh, I've been... Uh, I drove a semi-truck for 47 years over the entire United States and, and a lot of Canada. And I know a lot about driving. And there's too many variables like road conditions, weather conditions, uh, traffic situations everywhere so different and different cities and roads. And like I say, I'm very well experienced. And I just don't think that that, that is uh, – I think they're jumping down on the – on getting doing that yeah well that's going to be one of the things they target they're going to come out not only with the self-driving but even electric semi-trucks uh, self-driving semi-trucks right now yeah. yeah so you wouldn't want to drive one of those no huh? no they would have, no. need someone to ride along with it to make sure it's doing right well though. the self-driving car i'm sure it'll cut a semi off just as fast as all right, Joe, thanks for your call this morning. It is uh, 726 here on Wheel. Someone else uh, texts us, says, if my car is self-driving, why do I have insurance? I'm just a passenger, maybe uh, reading a book or texting. There was a uh, nothing uh, could do to help with that. And that's a good question. I well, mean, if you're the owner, though, you made the choice to put it in that mode or get in the thing. Well, that's true. I so as the owner of the vehicle, you'll end up having to insure it. Well, the real char real deal would go back to the people who made the batteries if it's electric one. So we can blame the battery trade. Oh, there, there you go. go. All right. We'll do the batteries. Well, that's what our money should read in this country. And more instead of in God we trust, we should just, you know, all own up to the new philosophy as someone else will pay. Here's a little safety thing for you. Starting, uh, it started actually this last Thursday on February 1st, and it's uh, kind of a thing for the month of February. Uh, and for the rest of the month, Tulsa police are going to be cracking down on people not wearing a seatbelt. Uh, usually they randomly monitor, you know, um, some of the areas, but they're going to really focus on Riverside and the Gilcrease areas <clears throat> here for the next month. And the department uh, reminds drivers to remain alert, don't use any electronic communication devices, and to always properly secure your seatbelt, as well as secure any children in the vehicle in a proper child restraint system. The fine for not properly wearing a seatbelt 
is $20 for an adult and 25 for children, which seems kind of small. I mean, they can hit you for over 200 bucks if they think you're impeding the left-hand lane, but only 20 bucks for not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, that seems kind of weird, doesn't it? <laughs> and uh, and also, if you're texting and driving, that's a little, that's more than that, certainly, for sure. 727, latest news from our 24-hour Fox News Center next on KRMG. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. The wheels roll on with answers to your automotive questions from the pros at Cecil & Sons Discount Tires and Tulsa Gas Technologies. Again, here's Denver Fox along with Lloyd Boland, Troy Cox, and Tom Sewell on News 1023 KRMG. Seven thirty-seven. Back with wheels on this Saturday morning. I'm Denver Fox on an Ask the Experts weekend. And one of the big things we talk about here on Wheels is maintaining your vehicle. This is a big investment. You need to spend a little bit of money to maintain your car so it doesn't break down. And of course, uh, all the guys here do maintenance. Uh, Cecil and Sons, Lloyd, everybody, but uh, they do fleet maintenance. It's also gas technology, and uh, that's a thing where you're kind of on a schedule where you sort of go in for a little checkup every once in a while, right, Tom? You betcha. And and we help keep you motivated to get in there and be in there on time because you know, a lot of things need to happen between that eight and 10,000 mile mark. And that's why we put pure synthetic uh, oil in your vehicle. And that lets your oil, um, your oil changes at that mark instead of the 3,000, 3,500. Okay. Is this, did I have my tires rotated last time or this time, or do I just do them at 3,000? So we, you know, when we came up with the, uh, the fleet program, it just everything kind of jived all together yeah and if fleet could be if you have one car yeah. one truck or you have 20 30 you know it doesn't matter that's your fleet right there you bet and a lot of people think it's only for commercial vehicles we do a lot of commercial vehicles we do a lot of mom and dads grandmas uh we like grandmas they bring us food Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Bring you some cookies and boil oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that really get You go to the front of the line. <laughs> the underground cookie economy. Yeah. <laughs> get your headlights done for free there with the PC-41 that you guys have from Lloyd. And uh, it, it's just a great idea. Another thing with fleet vehicles, commercial vehicles, you mentioned that. Uh, of course, one of the big things now that everyone's cracking down on is you've got to have all the proper paperwork to run a commercial vehicle to haul things here in the state of Oklahoma. And many times it's kind of confusing, and you guys have sorted that all out and really teach people how to have the proper paperwork. You bet. We do. A, we have a one-on-one -on -one process where we can come into your shop and, and show you how to get compliant. And then if you feel like you can't do it, then we'll come in and get you compliant. Uh, we're going to put on a – we're trying to get the dates worked out and get everything all together, but we're wanting to put on a couple small seminars and let people understand and not hear it from me, hear it from somebody, authority, that's actually going to enforce the um, – uh, the DOT rules in Oklahoma, and these are national rules, but you want to hear how our state's going to enforce them, and that's we're trying to get that sorted yeah, out I was, now. I was reading, Tom, this week about an article where there, there's going to be so much information going through the air about that, it's going to be detrimental at some point. Uh, yeah, a lot of people so. are really, really confused, and um, a lot of my friends in the racing community think because they just shove this as a motorhome on the side of their tow rig, that's going to get them out of that, but it's not. You're... 
at, at some point in time, you're going to either be in an accident, you're going to get pulled over or something, and you'll figure out real fast you're out of compliance. Wow. You know, one of the things we uh, certainly talk about with you is converting your vehicle to compressed natural gas, as we've talked about. Uh, one of the things we mentioned, and then... Uh, Troy mentioned good is propane is another uh, option too for yeah, an alternate fuel. Been, you know, dual fuel on our company vehicles, gas propane for you know over a decade. And uh, the truck I'm driving right now, Tom and his guys converted, and it runs like a bandit. And you know, CNG is great, not denigrating it at all. But if you live in more rural areas like I do, you don't necessarily have you know as good access to CNG as you do to propane. So, you know, that's something to consider. And, uh, again, very, very pleased with the conversion. Okay, very good. Get more information about uh, CNG and about uh, the fleet maintenance and what have you on our wheels page. Go to krmg.com, click on the wheels banner. There's uh, links there to uh, <clears throat> Tom's uh, Tulsa Gas Technology, also to Cecil & Son discount tires and uh, information about uh, PC41. Someone uh, texted us at 95920. Know where to get PC41, uh, Lloyd, and you, you can get it right on your website for yeah, one thing. Just go online to pc-41.com. It'll bring up a page and you can pick whatever you want and then there's a, it'll tell you where to select to see who sells it who service centers are it's all there just go online pick one out or you can call any of us we all do it and but it's there's plenty of information online it's easy to get i mean if you're in tulsa tom and lloyd both sell the kits and if you're sand springs or sepulpa area all three of my locations have the consumer kits and sell it to over the counter around 1795 plus tax and as long as you follow the instructions, it's pretty simple to use, and you're going to get good results. One of the key things is, uh, especially in the cold weather here, make sure you're in an environment that's at least 60 degrees. 60 oh, yeah. degrees, 60. and also be sure mm -hmm. that you follow the directions, like Troy said, and also you have a time limit in there where it dries. Right. So you got to, there's certain things you got to do or you won't work right. right. All right. So. Or just let, let Troy or, yeah. or Tom do it. It doesn't Pretty. take long to do it. Yeah, it's um, really easy. It's very easy. And we've done it so much, but the first time you do it, don't expect to do it like as fast as we do it. It's just not going to happen. I saw something on the, the news uh, a couple of days ago that Harley Davidson, boom, 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 yeah. coming out with an electric bike. They were developing it now. In the next year, we'll see the electric Harley Davidson. That's illegal. Well, that, that can't. how are they going to? It How are they going to make the sound, man? you got to have the sound. The company that tried to patent or trademark or copyright the sound of their bike. Yes, yeah. that's right. Maybe it's uh, electronically generated, kind of like some of the uh, hybrid cars that don't make a sound, so Those you know have, they're coming. You know? you know, extra batteries and speakers and saddlebags <laughs> right. to give you the sound. And maybe that's what they'll do. I don't know. All right, Toyota is recalling about 645,000 vehicles worldwide to fix an electrical problem that could the <clears throat> airbags from inflating in a crash. The recall affects cars that are produced from the company from May of 2015 to March of 2016. Prius is one of them. So uh, Toyota is going to be notifying uh, owners in a letter beginning in late March. Or you can just check your VIN number and kind of maybe give them a little time to check it out. But you can uh, just go to safercars.gov and put your VIN number in. You'll probably find something. If it's not this, it'll be some kind of recall on and, your vehicle. And to be certain.
lot of serious recalls, and if you have a serious safety-related recall, you need to be all over that. But there are a lot of recalls that are very minor issues. You know, we've seen recalls for, you know, 1,000, 1,200 vehicles because a sticker, you know, showing that the spare dimensions was printed incorrectly. So, I mean, sometimes recalls are very minor record-keeping issues. But until you look, you don't know. Yeah, it's interesting what you might find there. All right, 744. Let's go to the phones here, 918-460-KRNG. John, what do you think about those driverless vehicles? I'm glad you said vehicles because that's what I was thinking of. I can, I'm a baby boomer and a car guy, but I can remember back in the 1950s watching TV, watching Gunsmoke, and Doc Adams would go out to the ranch to deliver a baby, and then he'd hitch up old Bess to the buggy and go to sleep, and uh, he'd be home, and that vehicle got home just fine. A driverless vehicle right there. Okay. There you go. Never ran into anybody, did it? Well, I think the important thing to note there is a horse has a sense of self-preservation, and a computer does not. There you go. That may be the I case. Just- I just thought I'd share that with you guys. Have I appreciate it, John. Thanks, thanks for your call, John. Seven forty-five here. No, I meant cut him off. Is what I, that's what not, not cut us off. Okay. Uh, guys, going to watch Super Bowl tomorrow, or at least uh, look at it for a little while. While I'm eating chili. While you're eating chili. All right. There's a lot of uh, car ads. The ads are what a lot of people will be watching, and. Uh, they uh, see how traffic kind of fluctuated when these ads air on the Super Bowl. Now, the five brands that drove the highest spikes in traffic also saw the highest share of active pages viewed within two minutes following their Super Bowl spot last year. Last year, Alfa Romero, uh, they had a 30-second spot in the fourth quarter, and their uh, hits went up like 60% immediately. Then Ford was next. Uh, let's see. This was 90 seconds before the kickoff. They had an ad that ran, got their hits up 40%. Kia had one that jumped up 28%. Lexus and Mercedes-Benz, or Easy Rider, had a 30-second spot for the third quarter, got 10% up. But there's not as many this year that are uh, buying ads. You know, it's like $5 million for 30 seconds. Well, I'm surprised they're not on sale this year with all the controversy that's true five five and a half million per spot remember when they first hit a million that was just outrageous outrageous and that was just a few years ago too so far lexus toyota kia and hyundai have been the only nameplates confirmed they're going to be having advertisements in the super bowl tomorrow in minneapolis so uh i think tom's got a point given the down in his viewership numbers man one would think that uh, advertisers would have a little negotiating leverage. Yeah, you would think so. So apparently they've got a few spots left. They're, they were selling at the last minute there. I'm just going to stay home and eat 150 pounds of potato chips. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's good. There were, let's see, what did I have here? Um, 8.2 million pounds of tortilla chips. Oh, 11 million pounds of potato chips. That's what made me think yeah, of that. Yeah, I, a, those numbers are just staggering. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> How much food's going to be eaten tomorrow? And there's all, you know, and they'll say, well, now starving kids over in yeah, Sudan or Ethiopia. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, text message at 95920. Someone's got an 05 Silverado pickup. Has 192,000 miles on it. Now, they've had one transmission flush on it. And should they have another one? You so know, we have a couple things talking about that. And... Uh, 
I'm gonna let Troy go over uh, part of it because there's good and bads what he's got his information. Yeah, Tom and I were actually debating this over the break. I'm thinking, you know, if the fluid isn't burnt, badly discolored, because fluid does have any fluid, doesn't matter what it is, every fluid in your vehicle has a service life limit. Every one of them. They're none of them designed to run forever unless you just want to replace hard parts. Um, if he hasn't burned it, if it's not got a lot of debris in it, then probably yes, it wouldn't hurt to go ahead and change it again to keep that transmission running. I'm firmly in the camp, you change your fluid frequently. Um, you know, if you're running it like a car and never using it like a truck, then you know 100,000 miles may make sense. But you look at GM, you look at Ford, you look at Chrysler, you know, if you're using it like a truck and driving in severe service, which is almost all of us, most of them are talking 35, 45,000 mile transmission changes. And if you want that transmission to last pretty much forever, you can get that if you change the fluid on those intervals. But in his case, I think it's entirely condition driven, which brings in Tom. Yeah. So I'm, when I'm looking at that, if your oil has the darker colors in it, what that is, is that's a lot of your clutch debris that's in there. And if you go flush that out and put brand new oil in it, that truck may not pull out of that uh, yeah. shop. Yeah, if ah. it's black, leave yeah, it alone. Yeah, if it's black, uh, leave it alone. Yeah. But I tell you, you need to, don't just change this one yourself. You need to take it into a guy that does this all the time. That knows what he's looking yeah, at. Yeah, because when you're, when you're in this type of range, uh, you need to get a, a very sharp second opinion on it. Yeah. And it's a lot of it by look. But if it looks like brand new transmission fluid still, you know, I'd still have to take it into a, a competent shop but uh, and not do this one yourself. Well, most people don't change their transmission fluid themselves, do they? Oh, or? You know, I guess because I can, I do, but I... Well, you got... You know, you can put I it up on lift. a rack yeah. and do all that stuff. I mean, it's, uh, that's one of those. I mean, oil is one thing, but I don't know. Transmission. Yeah, they don't have a drain plug on most uh, of them. Yeah, that's true. And they so don't. It dumps a mess. We have some really big, like, funnels. Not yeah. funnels, but you have to have something to catch that. Fluid. Yeah. I mean, we you seriously have catch pans the size of yeah. one of these, half of one of these tables right. yeah. that feed into funnels that we can put on our uh, yeah. rolling drains. But uh, Tom's and I are in agreement on this, you know, it depends on what it looks like. If yeah. it still looks pretty good and you're planning on keeping the truck, then yes, fresh fluid's probably a smart investment. If it's dark or discolored or smells burnt at all, it's already hurt and yeah. putting yeah. fresh fluid in it may just finish it. Right. And there used to be only a couple of kinds of transmission fluid. How many are there now? There's gotta be a lot of them. If you look at all the imports, least. there's over yeah. a dozen. Yeah. So and some of you gotta get the right one. dollars a quart. So yeah. you know, you don't just jump up and do it unless Let's you know which one you're getting. transmission goes back to driving habits, so obviously this guy's got pretty good ones. 7.50 on this Saturday morning, you are listening to Wheels on News 1023 KRMG. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on News 1023 KRMG. You know, if it's about your car, truck, or SUV, we've got you covered. Cecil & Sons Discount Tires and Tulsa Gas Technologies welcome your questions on wheels on News 1023 KRMG. It's not just if you uh, need to get your car uh, wheels changed, it's when you need to get them changed. And used to, you could look at uh, wheels and see if they were getting bald or the tread was getting thin. But, Troy, you can't really tell anymore when your tires necessarily need to be replaced, but you guys can check it out. It's yeah. Cecil and Sons. I mean, from the tread depth, you can easily check that yourself. I mean, 
And uh, we're firm believers, along with Consumer Reports, Consumer Digest, and a lot of other uh, consumer advocates, the quarter test <coughs> as opposed to the penny. Mm-hmm. Put your quarter in, head down. If you can see the top of Washington's head, mm-hmm. you're 430 seconds uh, or below 430 seconds. And once you get below 430 seconds, people worry about hydroplaning, but that's an easy problem to solve. You just slow down. Yes. <laughs> Wet braking distance is the issue at low tread design that you can't control because you can't control when that idiot's going to pull out in front of you without looking. And if your tire's low in wet conditions, your wet stopping distance is increased, sometimes as much as double. So is a set of tires less expensive, or is your insurance deductible and the hassle of being out of your car for the time it's repaired more acceptable to you is something we would suggest you think about. And uh, we're happy to check those out. The age issue that you're talking about is more the critical issue for people because a lot of times people don't look until the tires are so badly weather-cracked that, you know, they're a hazard. But tires have a finite service life. They don't last forever. Once your tires start getting four or five, certainly by six years of age, you should be seriously thinking about changing them if you haven't done so already. Yeah, and if people come in, you're going to tell them, no, oh, you got a year or two left on this. Don't yeah, go. I mean, if they've I'm not going to sell you tires. Depth, you don't need we're them. We're happy to tell you that, and mm-hmm. we can show you on the DOT number how to read it so you know how old the tires are. Uh, again, knowledge is power, and we're happy to try and help you with as much knowledge as you want to absorb. So how deep on my debit card do I shove it in there? (laughs) (laughs) I will try to check that before next week. I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Right. Yeah, one of the things, Troy, is the which tire is most important. It's rare, isn't it? Absolutely. If you're buying just two tires, you know, old mechanics' tails are like old wives' tails. They just never go away. But if you're just doing two at a time, the fresh tires go on the rear, not the front. There are a lot of reasons in terms of panic braking, emergency lane changing, but fresh tires on the back make you stop straighter and make your vehicle less likely to oversteer in a turn, especially in wet conditions. And Cecil and Son Discount Tires in Sand Springs and in Sepulpa. If you need tires, this is a good time to get them. Absolutely. Very happy to help you. have got some nice rebates from Goodyear's, but always always very happy to give you the best price we can. All right. And Tom Sewell, Tulsa Gas Technology, you once again also have the PC41 Plus headlamp restoration kit that Lloyd invented. And uh, you guys do fleet maintenance, do compressed natural gas conversions, even do the... Uh, I mean, the uh, propane, too. Yeah, we do propane conversions. We actually, if your car's broke, bring it by. We'll, you know, my got some of the craftiest guys in the world. They can fix it. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. The news (laughs) is next on KRMG.